This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley says she believes that former President Trump is feeling threatened by her campaign. From Manchester, New Hampshire, NPR Sarah McCammon has more on Haley's remarks there on Thursday. During a CNN town hall in Henniker, New Hampshire, Haley was asked about Trump's recent attacks, including falsely suggesting that she's not eligible to be president because of her parents' immigration history. That's what he does when he feels threatened. That's what he does when he feels insecure. I don't take these things personally. It doesn't bother me. I know him very well, and this is what he does. Trump is leading in New Hampshire polls and won a resounding 30-point victory in Iowa's caucuses this week. Haley, who served as United Nations ambassador under Trump, finished third after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Sarah McCammon, NPR News, Manchester. President Biden has announced plans to invest $82 million to bring high-speed Internet to more homes in North Carolina. Biden told an audience in Raleigh Thursday that it's his administration's latest investment in that state. Look around North Carolina and with the leadership of Governor Cooper, with the partnership of your governor, we've invested more than $3 billion to expand high-speed Internet in every county across the state. $3 billion. Biden says communities across the nation are seeing the results of his infrastructure law. He's making it a priority to win North Carolina, which is a state that Donald Trump has won twice. An Arctic blast is threatening to dump freezing rain and ice from southern Oregon to the Washington Cascades. Recent storms have battered the region, but the Northwest News Network's Anna King reports that mountain snowpack is still below normal in some areas. The U.S. Department of Agriculture says Washington State's snowpack is only about 73 percent of what is normal for this time of year. Caroline Malore is with the Washington State Department of Ecology. She says particularly worrisome are areas in central Washington, the Olympics, and the North Cascades. We started out quite low in terms of our precipitation and had higher temperatures early on in winter which leads to lower snowpack. And we were already starting out with a deficit in terms of last year from last year's drought. In Oregon, the news is better. Snowpack there is sitting at about 105% of normal. For NPR News, I'm Anna King. Meanwhile, areas from the central U.S. to the northeast are grappling with icy conditions and the threat of more snow accumulation over the weekend. U.S. futures are flat and after-hours trading on Wall Street on Asia-Pacific markets. Shares are mixed, up 1% in Tokyo. This is NPR News. The last nuclear power plant in California is getting a five-year extension thanks to a billion-dollar federal aid package. From member station KCBX in San Luis Obispo, Gabriela Fernandez reports that the plant's reactors were expected to be shut down next year. 
California Governor Gavin Newsom previously supported the closure of the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant. But during a severe heat wave in 2022, he and other state leaders loaned Pacific Gas and Electric $1.4 billion to keep the plant operating until 2030. PG&E has faced criticism for using rolling brownouts during extreme weather. Vice President Maureen Zawalik says the utility won't keep the federal funds. When we get that money, it doesn't come to PG&E. It goes right into paying back the state. Diablo Canyon's reactors currently provide about 10 percent of California's energy. Critics worry an earthquake could bring safety issues to the region. Nuclear power remains controversial, but 54 plants still operate in the United States, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. For NPR News, I'm Gabriela Fernandez in San Luis Obispo. Scientists have mapped the largest coral reef on the floor of the Atlantic. It stretches about 310 miles from Florida to South Carolina, or three times the size of Yellowstone National Park. Since the 1960s, researchers have known that some coral were present off the Atlantic, but new technology now makes it possible to see it in 3D. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News.